0: Hey, weirdos! Wait. Hey, oh, almost nearly all together that time. One day, one day we'll get there. Um, hello, welcome to the wedding hour. I am Bothwell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nina. I hello. am the
1: fabulous Bothwell. No, I'm sorry. I thought you were doing what? like a Walter McCardo thing.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Should I go no, less fancy? Should I just be uh, like me? Bothwell. It's just done. Who's next? <laughs> Nita, go.
2: I like to say no. Too much detail.
1: (laughs) Hi, I'm the person you always wanted to be, (laughs) Ria.
0: Oh wow! But mine was too much. (laughs) Hi, I'm Boswell. No, can you calm down, Ria? I'm the king of the world. (laughs) Right, Ria, you have to say that every week now. (laughs) I'm the pink gin bitch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that should be her own like little song, shouldn't it? We've got the topic hat, and now we have hat sock, and now we have Nina pink drinks. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so welcome back to another episode of the Weirding Hour, where we chat about weird things, and you enjoy listening to it because you, like us, are also weird. Uh, this week we are going to be talking about strange weather phenomenon, while also crafting. Uh, Ria, tell us about our craft this week. Our craft this week is wire work. So uh,
1: we're going to be doing some exciting things. I don't know if I actually have the right cutting equipment. Nina earlier has mentioned she's got her own um, pliers and I've got a pair of scissors and I, I was feeling pretty confident that I could just cut it with a pair of scissors if I wanted to because it looks pretty delicate.
0: But... Now I'm worried. Can I just say that? Yeah, Nina is actually just currently rubbing (laughs) three sets of pliers all over her face, (laughs) as though it were like hundred-dollar
2: bills. (laughs) (laughs) I think there were even more downstairs. Some reason this household, lot of pliers, lot of lesbians, lot of pliers. Lot of pliers.
0: (laughs) I have some garden wire and some secateurs. Oh, some secateurs. Some secateurs, secateurs, (laughs) which is French for pliers. I don't know if that's true at all. So we're going to be doing our very best to make some crafts out of wire whilst telling you about strange weather phenomenons. I think I get to go first this week. Yeah, Yeah. she
1: fought us for it and she won. uh,
2: Yeah,
0: she's the bossy one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We had no chance, no choice. No choice. They're both very happy for me to go first. That's what happened there. Okay, cool. So, for my weather topic, I have picked 1816, the year without a summer. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Before I get started on this, have either that's of you like heard England. about this? Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? That's what I thought when I first saw it. I was like, yes, yeah, so that's every year. But yeah. <laughs> Although, we do have that weird, like this year, we had, didn't like four to six weeks of incredibly like high heat. Sort of spread but out. We yeah, that's, uh,
1: that's global warming.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the planet's dying, um, but on the plus side, we'll get tans now. Slash uh, is little that little the plus list. side? I don't know. I'm very pale. <laughs> I'm what very pale. <laughs> um, cool. So I'm going to, yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Have you guys heard of this or have you come across it in your research for today? No, no. Okay, cool.
1: No, I don't um, think so. No, no, no.
0: Good, because I want you to see if you pick up where it's going throughout. Um, There'll be a small quiz at the end. Okay, so 1816, the year without a summer. So in 1816, summer temperatures... Yeah, The end, what do you think?
2: (laughs) Short, brief, I liked it.
0: Questions? Uh, Cool. So temperatures in Europe were the coldest on record between the years of 1766 and 2000. And it was also an agricultural disaster. So basically, during this time, Europe was still recuperating from the Napoleonic Wars um, and suffering from food shortages as it was. And in these years, starting in 1816, uh, the summer in Europe was the coldest on record. Um, And basically, the low temperatures and heavy rains resulted in a failed harvest in Britain and Ireland. It resulted in families in Wales from Wales travelling like really long distances just begging for food, and famine was prevalent in north and south West, Southwest Island following the failure of wheat, oat, and potato harvests.
1: It sounds like we 're all fucked, Bobs
0: yeah, I know right. <laughs> food prices rose really sharply throughout Europe, and historian John D Post called it the great, the last great subsistence crisis in the Western world. Mm. at this point the cause of the problem was unknown um but however hungry people were demonstrating in front of grain markets and bakeries and riots happened with arson and looting um on some occasion can we just go back to the cause of it was unknown at the time when this was happening it was unknown as to why oh but they knew they knew the
1: summer wasn't happening they yeah yeah, sorry, it just sounded a lot like the famine seemed incomprehensible and it was like, no, no, no. <laughs> we don't know why we're
0: hungry. We're not eating <laughs> anything. And yet I'm stuck. I, I don't know. Why is there no food? Yeah. I mean, well they were they were a little bit like why is there no food? But it was basically they were like, Why is everything, you know, going so poorly? Um, and it's because of how cold it was and the rains that were happening. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you more, so sit tight. Um okay. but I just kind of want to build a picture for you. I
2: just want to sure, with words.
0: So- just yeah. What do you want to interrupt with, Nina? It better it's be constant, good. Constantly. Oh, okay. Just, just generally. This yeah, is what uh, happens when you give ladies pink drinks, people.
1: Yeah. Oh, also, I just want to let you guys know that scissors were fine.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. I feel much uh, better now. But able to sleep tonight.
1: I to don't cut, know if Will's going to be... To
0: clarify. <laughs> <laughs> for the craft. For purposes of the craft.
1: Yeah. Uh, to the craft
0: of wire work, not the to craft To cut route. the wire, yes.
1: Anyway, it's fine.
0: Moving on. Okay, guys, let me tell you my story because it's going to get sorry. exciting in a minute. You know how I like to do all the <laughs> exposition first. Okay, so um, these riots are happening because the crops are all failing and the weather is horrendous and they're already starving and it's just been the Napoleonic Wars, so everyone's pretty hacked off as it is. Um, rioters are carrying flags that read bread or blood. Like, that's how hungry they were. I don't think that was like they were asking for either or. I think it was a threat. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. But if you're starving... I don't know how nutritious just blood is. Also, that would be like just soup. Can you imagine having to eat soup forever?
1: Uh, well, <sighs> I mean, really if, sad. if the soup came with bread, yes. I so mean, maybe the, the maybe... sign is literally
0: bread or blood. So let's <laughs> presume the soup is not coming with bread. <laughs> well, well, then let's I don't say, know what I... to tell you. I mean,
1: like, I, I just think a soup should always be accompanied by
0: bread. I mean, that's the only reason you have soup. Otherwise, you're just having a really thick drink. Um, But basically, these food riots in 1816 and then what would carry on to 1817 were the highest levels of violence since the French Revolution. And it was the worst famine of the 19th century. So I'm then going to take you over to... um, No, I'm going to stay in England and tell you about kind of the central England temperatures, which were the 11th coldest um, on record since 1659. And there were reports of um, huge storms and abnormal rainfall and flooding. In Hungary, they experienced brown snow. And in Italy's northern and central region, they had the same kind of thing with red snow falling throughout the (gasps) year.
2: Don't eat brown snow, right?
0: (laughs) I mean, definitely don't. Definitely don't. (laughs) Um, In Western, sorry, did you say this is in the 1700s? No, this is in 1816.
2: Right. And it was the 11th coldest on record since
0: 1659. Yeah. I mean, we didn't even have pens before then. Were we recording anything before then? I don't know. It was the 11th coldest in 200 years. That's pretty... uh, But we don't know about before. It's pretty cold. Hang with me. This is going to get more exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty excited. I've already had brown and red snow. Right? This story gives you everything. Um, In Western Switzerland... The summers of 1816 and 1817 were so cold that an ice dam formed um, in uh, what well, it's called, formed below a tongue of the Gietro Glacier high in the Val de Bang. I'm probably pronouncing that horribly wrong. Um, and despite an engineer's efforts to drain the growing, um, the growing lake, the ice dam collapsed catastrophically, killing 40 people. Yeah, shit. So now I'm gonna take you over to North America. So that's all happening in Europe. In North America, in the spring and summer of 1816, there was a continuous dry fog. It's um, hot, hot. Hot, hot, observed in the Eastern United States. The fog, well, actually it's not hot, hot, it's cold, cold. But the fog reddened and dimmed the sun such that kind of sunspots were visible to the naked eye. Oh, can I guess? Go on. Is it a volcano? Oh, spoilers! Hold tight, we're getting there. So um, where are we up to? Yeah, neither wind nor rainfall would disperse the fog. And in May of 1816, frost killed off pretty much all of the um, crops in the higher areas of Massachusetts, New New Hampshire. (laughs) I did call it Massachusetts. (laughs) Was there brown snow there? Yeah, massive two shits. (laughs) Massachusetts, (laughs) New Hampshire and Vermont, as well as upstate New York. And on June the 6th, snow fell in Albany. Guys, June the 6th. In in Albany? In Albany, New York. What? Right. No. Um, Geography. In New Jersey, uh, frost was reported for five nights in a row in late June, which caused extensive crop damage. Um, And in New England, the corn was reported to have ripened so poorly, that no more than a quarter of it was usable for food. And the problem was as well that because it was moldy and unripe due to the weather conditions, they couldn't actually use it to feed the animals either, which meant that it was the largest kind of failing of crops, livestock, and then obviously that then turned into people. Basically, though crop failures in New England, Canada and parts of Europe um, caused the price of many staples to rise sharply. And in Canada, Quebec ran out of bread and milk and Nova Scotians found themselves boiling foraged herbs for sustenance. Mm. So you're basically at this point just walking out looking for anything in the ground that you can put in a small kettle and turn into something. Which I worry, like if it were me, I think I would just be (laughs) eating boiled grass. (laughs) because i'm scared to eat anything else <laughs> because it would kill me i don't even know if uh, i don't even
1: well know we've we've got friends who can identify mushrooms so we can
0: do that um, so we have to keep maria alive no matter what happens otherwise you need to boil grass i don't know that that's all i could think i would be able to forage <laughs> um anyway i'm going to give you a quote from a massachusetts historian who wrote severe frosts occurred every month June 6th and 8th, snow fell, and it was so cold that crops were cut down, even freezing the roots. In the early autumn, when corn was in the milk, it was so thoroughly frozen that it had never ripened and was scarcely worth harvesting. Breadstuffs were scarce and prices were high, and the poorer class of people were often in straits for want of food. It must be remembered that the granaries of the Great West had not then been opened to us by railroad communication and people were obliged to rely upon their own resources or others in their immediate locality. It's pretty dire, guys. Um, I'm slightly aware that I'm going over my, well, I'm potentially gonna go over my time limit. So I'm just gonna very quickly talk about the effect on China as well, just to give you, or in Asia, to give you an idea of how far spread this this issue was. So in China, you had kind of massive famine, lots and lots of flooding. Um, The monsoon season was um, disrupted, resulting in overwhelming floods. Obviously, again, this caused problems with crops, with harvesting. Um, fields were disrupted by frost. Um, there were summer snowfalls. Um, and you had this, yet yeah, across various different parts of Asia. So the cause of this, as Nina rightly deduced, stems back to- I am so smart. She is smart. Stems back to April 1815, when Mount Tambora, a stratovolcano, which just means it's that kind of conical shape, you know, like classic volcano shape. Standard. Yeah, classic volcano, um, which is in the northern part of Sambawa, which is one of the uh, lesser Sunda islands of Indonesia. But it exploded in a powerful eruption that killed an estimated, they think, at least 10,000 people at the time. But the knock on effects of what it did to obviously their local agriculture as well, and the sort of diseases that spread due to lack of food, that sort of thing, it was 71,000 people. Jesus. No. The explosion was heard more than 1,600 miles away. Like, so far. That is so far. But before the explosion, Mount Tambora was roughly um, no, 14,100 feet high, or 4,300 meters, depending on what you want to work with, um, and was one of the tallest peaks in Indonesia. And after the eruption, it reduced down to two thousand eight hundred and fifty-one meters, or nine thousand three hundred and fifty-four feet. So, like, literally, it reduced massively down just through the power of the, exp- uh, the explosion so it, and all the lava. I blasted the top of it off. Pretty much, yeah. Um, the crater at the top of the volcano, which exists now, was created by the eruption, and it's half a mile deep and seven miles wide. Wow. Yeah. The eruption itself measured a 7 on the volcanic explosivity index. Out of 100? It's out of 8. Whoa! Yeah. Context Um, is helpful. And eruptions of this type are defined by (laughs) ash plumes that are over uh, 25 uh, kilometres high, so 16 miles high, um, and a volume of erupted material of 10 kilometres... What do you call it? It's not cubed, is it? What is it when it's a little squared? Square. Cube. No. No, oh, it is cube. cute, yeah. Yeah, cute. Um, in size. So this is classified as an ultra and these are volcanic eruptions that are marked by their similarity to the eruption of Mount Vesuvius in 79 AD. So that's the one that destroyed Herculaneum and Pompeii. So basically, big-ass, huge eruptions. And what the eruption <laughs> resulted in... Big-ass eruption. <laughs> that's what the scientists would call it. Giants. If they had any sense. Um... So yeah, the eruptions contributed to the, all of the global climate anom- an- uh, anomalies. Guys, I had mulled wine today. That's what's it's happening. Amazing. I know it's November the 14th, <laughs> but I'm I've sorry. already eaten a mince pie, drunk some mulled <gasps> wine. You've had wine's pie.: I'm already out of Wamageddon as well. <laughs> it's been it really start in December? I don't know. I've already listened to Wham, basically. Um, I was going to
1: watch a Christmas movie uh, on Netflix, but Will said no
0: why that's mean of will it's <laughs> will? did you want to watch the grinch to be like that's you no <laughs> that's you, that is will. no no, i wanted to watch some
1: oh god i don't even know it just was it the holiday uh no but
0: i've already seen that i only made it through like i can watch a shit film and i'm quite the fan of emma roberts because a i think she was very funny in um american horror story and b She's not unattractive And I know you shouldn't Reduce people to just Their appearance But she's not unattractive And it's nice to watch Her walking around (laughs) On TV Not in a creepy Like outside her house way Uh, But that film Was you leave, But I love to watch you go (laughs) Oh really I thought I'd been too creepy But now I feel better No that Um, was my
1: impression of you
0: uh, (laughs) I am the patriarchy today Apparently Um, But I couldn't even Make it through that film Oh Monica no, well, well. that's it... <laughs> well, no. all right she's talking to her cat not me she lost interest in my conversation <laughs> sorry no i she i stopped am... listening when you started being a total pig <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm no, sorry I'm... but i like to watch the ladies that oh. is really <laughs> cat. bad uh i
2: really have bad. to
1: agree
0: um anyway i need to surmise my story so you guys can tell your story um Basically, the eruption contributed to global climate anomalies, resulting in the worst famine of the century, um, the crop failures that were happening. Um, And what it did result in, in America, which was quite interesting, I thought, was that basically it helped to shape the setting of the American heartland. As many of the people who were kind of affected by the the famine, so farm families, had to leave New England and move towards western New York. Uh, which meant that, yeah, uh, because it had better kind of more hospitable climates and richer soil and better growing conditions. Um, And Indiana became a state in December 1816 and Illinois two years later. So this massive volcanic eruption, which has impacted the weather so severely that it's affected, you know, the ability for kind of sunshine to get through, constant rains, drops in temperature um, that went on for, you know, the ramifications of this lasted for two years, somehow created some states in America. Yeah, well,
1: America's one of those places where it's like you fucking sneeze in the wrong place and you've created two different states, you know? Like, okay, I'm not sure. It doesn't feel difficult, you know?
0: Rhea, the historian. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> guys, like, basically what happened is 50 guys sneezed and you have America you today. Stop getting hay fever and <laughs> creating different sections of the country anyway once again we've digressed but that was my crazy weather story who's going next i think it's nina nina oh, get it um so i am doing lightning,
2: lightning. Da, da, da. thank you I for th- reacting today. you're <laughs> oh wait sorry what yep yeah, thanks who's was better <laughs> <laughs> Depends if you're going for sarcasm. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so I just got a little short summary of what lightning is to start. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> okay, tell us about it. <laughs> ah, ah, because to be know fair, why I
2: decided to put that in. If you Nina, asked me,
0: I'd be like sky electricity. And that's it is- all I could tell you.
2: That's pretty much. So it's an electrical discharge and it's caused by imbalances between storm clowns and the ground or within the clouds themselves. Um, so most lightning actually occurs within the clouds. Uh, it's in storms, colliding particles of rain, ice and snow inside storm clowns.
0: Clowns? <laughs> storm
1: yeah, the, clowns? the, the inside <laughs> storm clowns. Have you not I'm heard just, of those, bolts? I,
0: mean, I don't want to be inside a great... storm clown. The Great Every-
2: Cloud Uprising of 2016.
1: Everyone <laughs> knows about storm clowns.
0: Oh,
2: I mean, this is why
0: I shouldn't have done the pink gin. No, you definitely should have. I love it. I want to hear about storm clowns more than anything.
2: The the reason why um, I didn't pronounce that properly is because I started reading it. I was like, this is really boring. I'm not going to read about this. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's imbalances. And uh, nature seeks to remedy that imbalance by passing current between the two charges. Um, and, and do those... It.
0: Do those currents all come out of a really tiny car in order, getting progressively
1: Call <laughs> <laughs> back. <Rhea> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and Ria is
2: known to laugh at that occasionally.
1: I've, I've, I, I have been known to be amused by that on occasion.
2: <laughs> There's the, there we go. That's the line. <laughs> um, so, surprise, surprise. Lightning is extremely hot.
0: <laughs> I, I wrote, didn't know we were going to sign. Well, I
2: wrote. I should have <laughs> checked this. <laughs> um, uh, a flash of lightning can heat the air to around five temperatures, five times hotter than the surface of the sun. Oh shit! And thunder is the heat that's causing uh, the surrounding air to rapidly expand and vibrate. <gasps> so that's the noise you hear. And about two thousand people a year are killed worldwide by lightning.
1: Two thousand. Yeah. Is that the same amount as sharks, Bob's?
0: Uh, I don't know.
2: I think it's probably far more than sharks.
0: Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, yeah,
2: you're more. I think you're more likely to get hit by lightning than.
0: I would rather be hit by lightning than eaten by a shark. Hundred percent.
2: Well, I... sometimes uh, you get a sick scar.
0: Yeah, from lightning or from sharks. I mean, maybe both. both oh my goodness! Yeah.
1: yeah, you can get really like I've seen pictures of people who've been hit by lightning, and it's like it looks like like um. Like, like tree like, roots. Yeah, yeah, kind of. yeah. You can like, see,
2: basically you can see where it's like discharged through their skin and, and it's burnt their skin, but like in a kind of tree sort of...
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like ivy kind of climbing up the, the yeah. sort of...
0: Yeah. I'm sure uh, it's a horrible experience. I just, I googled lightning scars and all I've got is a load of <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> references. Oh. Mm, man.
2: That's because your Google is targeting to you.
0: Yeah, probably. Oh, I've just seen those scars and they are... Phenomenal well, I don't know if it's inappropriate to say but they're really beautiful but- mm. Yeah
2: they're weirdly But I'm sure it's a horrible experience To yeah. go through that I, I expect it's not worth it in the slightest So I'm talking About um, a specific Storm in uh, So it was in 2009 in mid-June In Northern Tetanus Tex-
0: in, in, in Northern Tetanus Te- In <laughs> Northern Tetanus Where the storm clouds were running right <laughs> In <laughs> this, children's book, this children's book, this children's book is writing itself.
2: <laughs> so, uh, northern Texas, and it was towards the end of the peak storm season, so it was a huge storm with 240 lightning strikes a minute. Jesus, oh, um, 70 to 80 mile an hour gusts of wind, and eight, in- <laughs> eight inches of rain in less than 24 hours. With parts of dallas receiving two and a half months rain in one night
1: oh my Jesus.
2: goodness yeah and um, so as you can imagine it caused widespread wind damage and power outages there were flooded roads and trees in the road and people were having to carry out high water rescues and they someone described it um the vivid lightning displays that were almost continuous described it like a strobe light mm. Mm. So, I'm going to talk about a specific family. So, it was 29, Kimberly Crone, was at home with her three sons, 2 stepsons, and baby daughter, all under 10 years at home. Nope. <laughs> 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 like, Pay attention to what you're reading. Fuck. <laughs> 10 years at home, huh? They're all under 10 years old, and they're all at home in Dallas. their house is in a newly built suburb which used to be farmland so it kind of sits exposed in the middle of an open field with like a few houses around them but the rest of it is new so it's sort of built off elsewhere um and during the storm the boys were playing in the other room and kimberly was washing dishes with her nine-month-old daughter at her feet there was a loud crack, and the lightning hit the house, and the current circulated through the wiring, first discharging at the thermostat on the wall, which the oldest son Tristan sees. Um, he is nine. He runs into the kitchen to tell his mum Kimberly, um, but before she can answer, there's another loud crack, and she's hit by lightning. Oh shit! Inside her house. In the house. Inside oh, her gosh. house. So I like How to do something. Stories. It came, I think they think it came up through the plumbing. jesus yeah basically if there's lightning then stay away from water and electricity in your house just sit in the middle of a room and don't touch anything because it can get you yeah
0: apparently i'm scared now (laughs) (laughs) i'm normally scared of it hitting the roof now it's gonna be like it could come in through the taps it might go in the letterbox who knows so i'm learning that I like sharks (laughs) look the nightmare about a shark being outside my window was very very real and very vivid for very many years uh, I'm realizing I like doing
2: stories that scare me because I like stories that scare me because I like horror. Um, and I also like doing stories that might scare you guys, which is why I picked this one. You might get hit by lightning
0: in your house. I still think my favourite is going to be your one. I don't know if you can top last week's of literally making Rhea cry. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, it did. Honestly, it was, great. If, it
1: was you, great. if you want to make me cry, it's super not hard, guys. It it really is super not hard. Really, so, but uh, no, that, like that's <laughs> not gonna work. Like,
2: uh, <laughs> like okay, well I'll like, keep going and see if you wanna cry later. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed.
1: Okay. <laughs> um,
2: So she is hit by lightning and she feels an immediate burning sensation all over her body and she can smell the burning. The current has travelled through her nervous system before exiting at her tailbone and she collapses and is fighting unconsciousness but manages to tell Tristan to call his grandma before she passes out. He doesn't know if it hit his sister too if she won't stop crying. So he grabs his mum's cell phone and calls 911 instead of the grandma. That he's panicked and can't remember the street address.
0: Um,
2: so the dispatcher, cleverly, I'm sure they're trained to do this, um, asks him to find some posts with the address on it. And he does, and an ambulance is dispatched. But the ambulance cannot drive at top speed due to the heavy rain and the standing water oh, everywhere on the roads. No. Um, Maybe so... I will cry. It's <laughs> <laughs> your beds now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this should be a new feature. <laughs> Will Rhea cry? Can I make Rhea cry?
1: Is it emotional enough? I don't know.
2: Um, so the lightning continues to strike and it hits the house for a third time. So Tristan gathers all his siblings up on the sofa who are begging their mum not to die. Oh. I uh, know, I might. I might. There she goes. <laughs> <laughs> so 12 minutes after calling the emergency services, police arrive and stay until the ambulance arrives. Um, And she gets picked up and in the ambulance she's drifting in and out of consciousness and her nerve engines are damaged and most of her body is numb. She's fighting for her life. Did you mean endings? What did I say?
0: Engines. (laughs) 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 I was nice and we're going to let it it. slip on by. (laughs)
2: It's bio- Did you never have biology lessons? You know, they're not tiny engine. little engines <laughs> powering around. <laughs> yeah, Nina, do a podcast, Nina. It would be a great idea. You're really good at talking and reading, aren't you, Nina? I mean, we
0: did. We did presume you could speak. It was an assumption. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Well, thank you for the presumption. Appreciate it. Um. So. Her and the baby uh, rush to hospital, but the flooding is still there. And it so it means the ambulance has to reroute to a different hospital, um, which they arrive at 30 minutes later. Fortunately, once they're, th- once they're there, the doctors
0: confirm the baby is uninjured. Oh, good. Um, I really thought I was about to be dead. So, yay. I wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was there last week, Nina. <laughs> um, and Kimberly also survives but there's she has some uh, experiences afterwards. So she she's experiencing seizures and she has to stay in hospital for three days, um, but then she's discharged. And for the next three months, she experiences hot flashes, tremors, and episodes of intense sweating. And her left side is weakened and sometimes goes numb, but she recovers overall. And Tristan receives a 911 Heroes Award. Aww. Um And... So here I've got the chances of being hit by lightning Are one in 500,000 a year But 9 out of every 10 people Struck by lightning survive But with consequences Like nerve damage and burns and stuff To
0: their engines So 90% of people Struck by lightning survive (laughs) Yeah Trains intact (laughs) (laughs) That's that's actually Chug along for another day Woo woo! <laughs> alive. <laughs> I would have thought that would be much lower. I would have presumed that the percentage would be the other way around That like I mean, one in yeah. ten survives. I got these facts off a uh, shitty
2: like extreme weather documentary, so they might not be correct. I believe them. Uh, they're facts. Uh, how much time do I have? Because I've got a bonus if there's extra time. Because I yeah, go, do really anyway. go for it anyway. Go for it. We're going to oh, cut out and post. Sh- yeah, maybe. I'm I hope it's about engines. Now. <laughs> We've got to give the engines. It's not. It's about this thing that I found while doing weather stuff called the Tempest Prognosticator. Oh. Yeah. That would be a
0: sick
2: superhero. Name. It would be, especially when you know what it is. So it was an invention created about 1850 by George Merriweather, who originally referred to it as an atmospheric electromagnetic telegraph conducted by animal instinct. This thing's amazing. Okay. I'm telling you now. This thing is amazing. It's a barometer. That's not how you say it. <laughs> it's,
0: a baro- <laughs> it's a barometer. It's
2: a barometer.
0: If you were a sheep, you'd call it a barometer. <laughs>
2: I'm pronouncing it as one would in 1850. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, indeed. I
0: really over-enunciated that "a's." Barometer <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: operated by
2: leeches. Oh, <gasps> that's horrible, no, and I hate that.
0: No, I quite like it. So. No. <laughs> but, but, I, I mean, you, you don't know how it
2: works yet. Yeah? So I, there's.
1: I know there are leeches involved. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
2: There. So there's. It consists twelve leeches in twelve small bottles in the device. Um, so, in natural circumstances, leeches remain lower in the water unless it rains, and then when it rains, they venture up higher in the water and sometimes out of it um, in search of blood meals. Bread.
0: Um, bread so or blood? The- <laughs> 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 I prefer bread. If anyone says, a- I'll have the blood, but it better have a roll on the side. <laughs> Um, so in the device, they
2: attempt to climb out of their bottles and at the top of the bottles is a small hammer. No, there's a little string that like hits a hammer and the hammer strikes a bell. Um, so the likelihood of a storm is indicated by the number of times the bell is struck. Oh. And Meriwether referred to the leeches as his jury of philosophical counsellors and that the more of them that rang the bell, the more likely that a storm would occur and uh, it that's was a pretty
0: boss-ass nickname for a leech <laughs> i feel like he's over he's over the pudding on that one
2: i just I, really enjoyed all of the quotes in this article they're so
0: <laughs> mental give us one
2: uh, well i'm getting to it. all right that was one I was philosophical say philosophical like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no that's very
1: good um, conducted
2: by animal instinct Um, So it was designed, the bottles were in a circle and he wrote that the circle design was both aesthetically pleasing and humane, quote, in order that the leeches might see one another and not endure the affliction of solitary confinement. Wow, that guy doesn't
1: understand how leeches work. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Over a few months, he used the leeches to predict storms and he alerted the Whitby Philosophical Society in a series of letters but there were limitations. He couldn't predict the direction of a storm or offer more precision on timing beyond the vague promise of soon. Uh, he believed that, quote, it will be the perpetual means of saving thousands of lives as well as protecting an immense amount of property. So he thought by just kind of predicting that a storm w- was coming somewhere, then that would help. I, I mean, it's, it's of immense help. Um... Um, So the government investigated the system as an option for its many weather stations, but it was thought to be impractical since the leeches needed to be fed once a month and have their water changed every five days. They preferred an alternative which was less accurate than the leeches in that it was not accurate at all, but the alternative (laughs) remained in use for decades.
0: Classic 1850s. Amazing. I love that. You've got to feed them once every five days. Oh, that's a lot of work. Tim's really busy you know he's got to walk to town twice a week i just no forget it uh, i mean I'll
1: did they that think job. that they had to like literally feed them from themselves was that that the issue I don't like know. Oh, gotta put the leech on to feed it,
2: I mean, um, is it so, that
1: hard? i mean to put a leech on yourself yeah, i'd say fucking that. impossible
2: so they also leeches I then was reading about leeches, bit. I don't know if it was around this time, but there was a time where leeches were so in demand that they almost went extinct. And there was a prize of like a million dollars in America. If someone could breed successfully the like European leech, because it was bigger and better or whatever. (laughs) And they were in short supply of them. Are you fed up of your subpar leech? (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'd I'd like a bigger, better leech. Um,
0: you This is to need, the need a bigger leech
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you've got to have ambitions, guys
0: Yeah, I want to have the biggest leech the world has ever seen
1: Oh my god, that's so vomit-inducing
2: uh, <laughs> Can we make Rhea cry? No But can we make her throw up? Oh, <laughs> new challenge <laughs> Place your bet no, but I tell you what, when
1: you did uh, talk, uh, you know, you talked about um, the 911 the call, I talked, I thought about it a little bit afterwards. And I did, I did actually start to feel a little bit tearful. Um, but that was just, you know, in my head on my own afterwards. So that was fine.
0: Slowly, so that doesn't count. Solitary crying. Yeah, self. yeah, yeah. Okay. In Can my head. Share it with our viewers next time. I mean, of
1: course, of course, it's really important that my emotional uh, responses be uh, shared at any level. No yep. holds barred. Uh, complete we all vulner- want to hear the misery. Yes, exactly. Complete vulnerability at all moments. Uh, right. Is it? Is it my turn?
0: I
2: want to just show you a picture of the prognosticator because it's dope.
1: Okay, please do.
2: Um, so the original was lost, but replicas were made for an exhibition in 1951. One of these replicas can be found at Barometer World in Merton, England, which is near <gasps> Bude, and we should fucking... Go to I can't believe we world. went to
0: Bodmin Jail instead of Barometer World. <laughs> the choices. Cornwall, up your game, mate. So check this out. <gasps> oh, actually, that's very pretty for yeah. something that's apparently full of leeches. The Tempest yeah, Prognosticator. Really
2: cool. I love so that. They, they go in the little bottles and then they ring the little bells up the, the little string and then the bell rings up there. That's insane. It yeah, looks help. like
0: a little rose gold chandelier. Somebody. I think like, I shared this image first. Yeah.
1: Well, we do can you think that he was like drinking, like, oh, dogs barking,
2: uh, absinthe, like, you know, on the regular. He just really fucking loved his little leeches. He, there were some weird quotes as well about how he said they all, once you spend time with them, they all have personalities, and he, he was pretty obsessed with the leeches
1: i mean i don't think he's wrong i think anything that you spend enough time with will indicate that it has an individual personality i just don't want to spend Leaches. any time with leeches leeches are like water slugs Do slugs yeah. have a
0: personality
1: i'm sure they do
0: yeah to, to some level or another or...
1: yeah yeah they probably like actually think ha ah, fuck you bobs <laughs> as they like eat your lettuce
0: I'm sure they're they not probably low.
2: hate
1: you <laughs> They're like, ah, ram, 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 ram. Aggressively like <laughs> munching your, your No lettuce for you, <laughs> <laughs> So delicious. Mmm. Well done, Bobs. Is, well uh, thanks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. And Nina <laughs> thanks to you f- Oh God. The the barking dogs. They are they uh, are there fireworks. Yes. Apparently all day. All day, every day for All families. day every evening. I mean it's inconvenient. <laughs> it's incongruous Um, (laughs)
1: right uh, I'm grabbing hold of this and I'm going to do some stuff so
0: are you guys ready quick check in how is everybody's wire work going mine is going poorly Nina Um, let's see yours
2: uh,
0: oh nice oh it's it's like a Pikachu
2: Um, yeah his tail it's lightning which I think is what Pikachu is based on but let's see yours Ria well you won't understand it yet oh, all right it looks like a deer no it's, it's a person not. with antlers. is that
0: the devil oh uh the devil in a Choo-choo. devil's wind the devil's eye it's not a wind Devil's wind the devil's fart <laughs> <laughs> devil <laughs> why is no weather called that i i don't know maybe we
1: should uh, start a marketing campaign <laughs> Instead Careful of tornadoes, it's, it's, of uh, it's the devil farts. Okay, so um, I am going to talk about, can I just check? Can you guys hear me properly? Is everything cool?
0: I mean, we can hear you properly. Whether or not it's cool is, is, is to be seen. <laughs> uh, Tell us your story.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe I will. Um, okay, so uh, my story is about the green devil of Quimper.
0: Oh,
2: That doesn't sound like weather, but all right
1: um okay cool um right hold your judgment in never uh, yeah she can't <laughs> I'll try. 90% so. of her personality I feel <laughs> so yeah no that's true um so I found this on a website called strangehistory.net and it sounds is gonna, legit uh it's it's pretty great um so you can check it out yourselves. Um, I I can't uh, honestly at this moment verify one way or the other whether the you know the 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 forthcoming tale is true or false.
2: I don't care if it's true or false as long as it's interesting.
0: Okay. So in sixteen twenty <laughs> But spoiler alert, this could be completely made up. It 2 <laughs> We didn't we
2: this is the weirding hour, not the truth telling hour um also
1: i personally didn't make it up so it almost counts as a real truth trelling so
2: in 1620 we're we gonna gonna pick on me but we're gonna let truth
0: pass. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to tell a story <laughs> 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 yes <laughs> okay.
1: there is some truth trelling to to take place or telling, whatever you want to go with. Uh, but, you know, they both have the same vibe. All right, uh, on, <laughs> <laughs> So, in 1620, in a Breton town, a document was published about a story. A story of the devil of Quimper. Quimper or Quimper, I don't know. It's in France. Anyway. Okay.
0: I liked your, reflect- your um, inflection.
1: I like that. Yeah yeah um so uh i will now essentially read out what was quoted in this publication so the the suggestion is is that this publication is kind of um like uh like a basically a trash paper um you know like the kind of papers where they're like oh i had an alien's baby and then it grew into big <gasps> like the know? inquirer yeah exactly Amazing. exactly so so it's want to read that article <laughs> <laughs> you want to be that article don't you <laughs> Maybe. so um this is a, a tale of devastation of uh, a town's experience as they watched a green devil gallivanting in their town Maybe. so i shall read now on saturday a great disaster took place in the town of Kimpe Corentin namely a beautiful and tall pyramid covered with lead being atop the nave of the great church and over the cross of that said nave was burnt by the lightning and fire from the sky Uh, from the top down to the said nave without any way to remedy it and to tell the story from beginning to end about seven and a half to eight in the morning, there was a clap of thunder and terrible lightning. And at that instant, was seen a horrible and frightening demon taking advantage of a great downpour of hail. See, oh, sorry, of hail, seizing the pyramid <laughs> oh, no. from a top. downpour of Hall. <laughs> hail, oh. hail, hail, um, seizing the pyramid from the top. Under the cross, the said demon of green colour having a long tail of the same colour. So I'm going to pause for effect there because there's another paragraph. Uh, but basically, uh, it sounds like uh, some some green devil has jumped in uh, on their church um, and has started to have a bit of a go of it. I know you're all waiting with bated breath to find out what happens next. Well, I kind of want to know what having
0: a bit of a go at it means. <laughs> well.
1: Uh, please Um, shouting at it (laughs) well i guess making it hot um
0: yeah it was
1: (laughs) so uh making it hot specifically because I, i will go on to say no fire or smoke appeared on the said pyramid until about one in the afternoon when smoke started to come out from the top of it and lasted a quarter of an hour And from the same place, fire appeared while it ran higher and lower so that it became so large and frightening that it was feared the whole church would burn. And not only the church, but the whole town. All the treasures of the church were taken outside. Neighbors had their goods transported as far as they could in fear of the fire. There were more than 400 men to extinguish the fire and they could not do anything to stop it. Do you know what they needed?
0: Do you know what they needed? Four hundred women.
1: Yeah. No. Exactly. Uh, they might. Have In fact, two hundred women. They might have thought it through a bit better. Um, also, I uh, I, I'm. Th- uh, thank you, what? Nina. What? Okay. Good yeah, but, I just what, want to point out. Well, what's happened is a green devil. Uh, so there's lightning. There's thunder. So, so, so there was no fire until there was fire. No, at about was no... 1 p.m so bear in mind this green devil appeared on the nave sorry appeared on the pyramid above the nave at half seven in the morning sorry. so he was just chilling he was just gallivanting about which is why i said Oh, i think he was just sort of making it hot maybe until around about one in the afternoon when the fire suddenly started to go
2: so he was he turned the oven on and he was waiting for it to warm up. And then, and, yeah, just... And um, then a few hours later it did, and it caught fire.
1: Yes, the oven at the top of the nave. It's a metaphor. <laughs> oh, his, like, his, like, um,
0: his the hotness oven.
1: oven. His, like, <laughs> his Bernie I'm a fire demon oven.
0: Uh, what?
1: I don't know. Where I are don't, we? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. Let's... Let's, let's move on yeah. to find out what the townspeople of kimper or quimper did so processions processions that's that was hard to say at that moment nina, nina uh, had
0: a couple of glass of processions before she started the podcast
1: <laughs> so processions went around the church and other churches what other churches what how is this anyway There's, all in all in prayers finally on
2: fire yeah
1: yeah, the church on fire. They're processing around it, uh, okay. saying um, not, prayers.
2: Not like around the outside.
1: Yeah, they're like, yeah, exactly, like the Eminem song. They're going round the outside, uh, yeah. while saying prayers to hopefully stop this fire that they couldn't do anything else okay. about. So finally, to end it, holy relics were placed on the nave of said church near and before the fire, gentlemen of the chapter in the absence of monsignor the bishop what began monsignor, con- monsignor uh, began conjuring this evil demon which everyone could clearly see in the fire sometimes green yellow and blue they threw agnes day which is a liturgical prayer addressed to christ oh i thought it was some oh, pull
2: down the road <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It.
1: Stay at it. yeah yeah oh. <laughs> have a go agnes you can do it <laughs> we're rooting um, for
2: you oh she's <laughs> dead
1: or alternatively uh, an image of a lamb often with a halo and a banner and cross used as the symbol of christ so they were throwing these kind of like symbol yeah exactly is it, sorry
0: to be clear is this what the 400 men were doing Yes. We've got a chick called Agnes and this doodle of a lamb that Terry did, and it's still on fire. I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening. Why hasn't it worked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. And then, oh, uh, finally, and nearly 150 barrels of water, 40 or 50 carts of manure, but the fire still burnt. Oh. And the so. town must have smelt horrendous. <laughs> It yeah, it can't have been good. It can't have been a good situation. So I'm trying to put out a fire with what is essentially diarrhea when combined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have is that not what you do? Uh no. And diarrhea. I to speak to your local council member about your fire department. I mean, okay. I mean I guess that's why I've put off calling them before. Uh, <laughs>
0: we'll we'll just burn. It's cool. <laughs> i don't want them to throw diarrhea on us
1: um yeah no okay so guys for an ultimate resolution a loaf of rye bread worth four souls was thrown into it within which a consecrated host had been placed then holy water with the milk of a wet nurse of good morals so I want to all show that
0: you was milk <laughs> I don't know what these What's things
1: bring mean about. oh sorry okay so um the rye bread so four souls is just like is a coin. yeah
2: right so okay. it was that's worth-
1: not like human souls no sorry souls s-o-l-s oh okay so yeah it was worth four souls um so it was rye bread um so consecrated host so i think that's the little wafer that people have um
2: okay uh
1: when they're doing their um Mm-hmm. come on ria come on ria communion there we are wonderful thanks Bobs, for being me in that moment um
0: <laughs> I've, al- I've always wanted to be you yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> excellent uh i mean i know um and then And I just then believe
2: the- you you've admitted it
1: <laughs> it was getting awkward yeah. uh to- anyway so the um yeah and then the holy water um so with that like communion wafer and the milk of a wetness i guess you know she had to have good morals so that's important when you're getting the milk of a wetness to throw on a fire with a green demon in it is that the um the morals of that woman be good well yeah yeah so um so all that was thrown onto the fire and at once the demon was forced to leave the fire and before getting out of it made such trouble that we all seemed to be burned. What does that statement mean? And he left us at six hours and a half on said day without doing any damage except for the total ruin of the said pyramid, which is of the consequence of 12,000, uh, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but Ecues. Which is a French coin, and I assume that it is more valuable than the souls.
0: Mm. So, the I like the way they phrased it of like, he did absolutely no damage except for the complete (laughs) and utter destruction and annihilation of our (gasps) best pyramid, which we keep atop a church because we fancy.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, basically, it's that bit like, so the nave is just under the church tower. So, I guess the pyramid was kind of at the top of the tower. So okay. it, it sounds it's a little not in bit the,
2: like... in the belly button of the church.
1: No, it's not in the belly button of the church, uh, which is where we keep the people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the evil being out, the fire was conquered.
0: Cool.
1: So um, basically uh, there is some suggestion that, that this was kind of like a ball lightning that had maybe gotten trapped in the pyramid And that people were describing as a green devil, but, um, and I'll go on to say ball lightning has not actually been proved to be real. So uh, I'll just read a quote for ball lightning. There is at present no widely accepted scientific explanation for what it may be reported sighting uh, descriptions vary wildly many appear to be colored by the witness statement of the mind at the time of sighting and many reek of both superstition and religious overtones so there's this idea like the ball lightning is like a ball of lightning that will move around kind of violently in an area and my granddad uh, when he was little he said that he had seen ball lightning Um, so he'd been in his room i think it was like a hot summer like where you get lots of thunders and he said that this ball lightning came into his room traveled around his room and then back out the window so i think it's total rubbish um but like there are so many there are many sightings of ball lightning but like it doesn't really make sense for the way it operates for it to make like a flash of lightning makes sense because it's like a, a huge charge that's mm. then discharged whereas suddenly forming into a ball and moving around with violence doesn't make a bunch of sense it's not been super recorded but you know when people have seen it it's generally I guess been associated with uh, like a religious fervor or something like that so it, I don't know um, I also wanted to talk about um, ball lightning compared to st elmo's fire so um st elmo's fire is a straightforward electricity phenomenon which could be said to be the lightning bolt that couldn't so some charge has been created but then it's not enough to like be discharged like lightning so perhaps st elmo's fire could be mistaken for ball lightning and there have been like scientific studies of st elmo's fire but yeah so this could be an instance actually of either this green devil could be an instance of either of those two phenomenon which is why maybe it took forever to like actually start a fire and take hold but also it could just be that those townspeople were utterly mad
2: um <laughs> so, it could be uh, last week and mass hysteria
1: yeah yeah i mean absolutely it could so uh, just as an afterword there was more to this article, so in case you were wondering about the fate of the rye bread, <laughs> that was actually found. I
2: was getting quite worried, I'm glad yeah. you watched that.
1: I'm I know you were, and I, I just wanted to like get rid of that worry for you, so I here I am. It could have
2: come a bit sooner, to be honest. Like,
1: I you know, I feel bad
2: you're, you're doing it now, but let's yeah. get to it, shall we?
1: I feel bad for letting you down, but yeah, okay. So, um, the rye bread. Uh, guys, was found intact, without any damage,
0: except
1: That is a load off. Except that the crust was somewhat blackened. So that might be a little bit of, there was no damage, except (laughs) the total ruin of the pyramid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's the end of my story. I do have... um, another instance of a church being hit by lightning um but i'm well aware of time so i might save that for another time um so that's what that was this is my this is my church top like the little the oh, okay the, the dome yeah the tower at the top
0: ah oh, so that was the you've made a sculpture of your story and then i've got the little demon sat on top oh, it's so guys cute. i've made nothing Oh. Um, it That's, started uh, off It's, a, it's lightning. A... Now it's a tornado, tornado yeah. <laughs> But really It's nothing <laughs> So if we've got anyone who is on Instagram And who's trying to keep up with us And do artworks that put us to shame I've set the bar So low this week <laughs> That you need not be embarrassed by whatever you produce So please do send us I a picture I made a lightning that stands up I like your lightning that stands up, it looks a little bit like a sideways Christmas tree. Um, So yeah, I'm excited by it. Guys, I liked the weird weather phenomenons of this week. I really enjoyed the fact that Ria's story was like this could be a true thing or the whole lot might be made up, who knows. It could either be a devil, (laughs) made up. It could be this (laughs) weather phenomenon that doesn't exist, made up. Or it might be this other weather phenomenon that's incredibly unlikely and probably also doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, i'm I just really, the story really
0: glad you true. talked i'm really glad you talked about ball lightning because
2: i thought ball lightning was real but they just haven't been able to like study it or explain it but it was real like santa um, sure so i am gonna go read about ball lightning now because i think it's really cool
1: it is i i think as a concept it's it's crazy cool and the idea of like particularly like you know, because my, my granddad's southern, like in the southern states and like a hot summer and the storms coming, and like that kind of like there's an intense sort of like atmosphere there yeah. um, but I, I also think that probably it didn't happen
0: oh,
1: man. I know, I know I mean let's, let's, it's a good story um, It is a
0: good story Okay, right. right, guys, we have to say our important things that we always say every week uh, before we forget about it uh, That's my dog barking um, yeah, that's Bo reminding
1: is- you to say the important things every week
0: Yes, so really am I'm Shouting at you <laughs> <laughs> See
1: them!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at them! Guys, I'm going to put up pictures of my dogs on the Instagram as well just so that you can see who makes all this noise because he's cute um, I don't get too excited, but I'm going to put up that vote of the Tempest prognosticator on there because
1: Oh my god, it's, it's so cool. good
0: yeah. It's probably the most attractive housing for leeches you'll ever see <laughs> That's so true. I would, I would say. Anyhow, so we want you to make sure you rate, review, download, subscribe, anything related to all of the different social medias that Nina has very kindly put together for us. Um, all that sort of stuff. Um, remember, the episodes are released on a Thursday. Guys, what are we going to do next week? Nina. Sark oh, uh, hat. Sark hat. Oh, Sark hat. Come on, pink gin, bitch. Yeah. it's Our merch t-shirts. <laughs> pink gin, bitch. Killer toys killer toys <gasps> yeah Yay! we 100% don't have merch t-shirts i'm not getting involved with that shit but we should but say pink gin bitch I uh, <laughs> actually no is it pink drinks bitch because you don't just drink gin, d.
1: no <laughs> yeah it was it was pink drinks it was pink drinks yeah pink drinks.
0: gin bitch. and prosecco darling i'm oh, sorry sorry you you're so classy um so yeah so we are going to be doing killer toys ria what craft are we going to do we are going to be doing pen and ink
1: drawings. Pen and ink so, drawings. So if you don't have a pen and ink, uh, well, just or at least pen. a dip.
2: Yeah, just use pen. Use a biro. Asked, like, so you can get some really good effects
1: with bi-
2: biro. Pre-podcast, I asked these guys, uh, well, I said, I've got pen. I don't know what ink is. And they said, it's the stuff in the pen. So we're <laughs> just doing pen drawings. So <laughs>
0: thought that was really quite clear. If you've
2: got, bags, it's uh,
1: just use pens. If, okay, but um, all right, fine. Yes, I feel bad. Um, <laughs> but it's but nice also, when we do one do—one that everyone can also, in with. Also, if you guys have quills, if you have <laughs> ink that you want to dip your quills into and draw
0: along <laughs> with us, please do. Because apparently, our listeners are Samuel Peeps. So yeah, please do <laughs> join in, or, or members of Hogwarts—one or the other.
1: And then uh, also if you can um on any of our social media like things, you can put your photos up uh with the hashtag weirdinghour.
0: Or maybe uh, email them to us at
1: weirdinghour at Absolutely. Uh, and we can be shamed by your beautiful work.
0: But also inspired. Oh, really importantly as well, guys, please don't for a second think we come up with this stuff on our own. We massively plagiarize, therefore, please see the show notes for all of the sources that we've used for each of our different topics. Um, and I think that's everything that we have to cover. Yeah, I think so. Did I forget um, everything? No.
2: The, if you enjoyed it, please rate and review and download and subscribe and do all that, that. Yeah, she did. The more she you did do all that. that. She did oh. all
0: that. But oh, let's drinking. say it again, just to really, guys, please, would you rate, review, download and subscribe? Oh my God, could it you helps. just please, it just helps. for one moment, just, just rate, review and subscribe? Please <laughs> subscribe. <laughs>
2: I wasn't listening to that because I was drinking my
0: pink gin. (laughs) Drink and drink. Episodes released on a Thursday. You said that. We we we, we did say that. So basically,
1: thanks Thanks for listening, winners.
0: Okay, thank you, you, Nina. You're fired.